Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode number 115 of Wings, Beers, and Tears, your favorite DMV sports podcast. Jerry, we're a man down. Jeremy got syphilis. <laughs> Allegedly. You guys heard that from Jerry, by the way. That was not for me. I could assure you that. Jeremy is recovering from his uh, his... Another round of cruising and another round of vacationing and, uh, you know, God knows what other debauchery. So Jeremy is taking a much needed break this evening. Godspeed. Good, sir. We will see you next week. Um, God willing, hopefully for the uh, for the pod. Uh, so it is a it is a two man show tonight on Wings, Beers and Tears. I am Todd joined as always by Jerry. So what's going on, brother? Man, just uh, getting back on the commander's bandwagon weird right Nah, i'm not but yeah. yeah but it's 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 weird it is all right so let's set the stage real quick it's been a it's been a minute since we had our last pod uh it's kind of uh kind of been crazy man life is back up and running it's a good thing uh, we're busy as shit but uh we are we are here to talk dmv sports so it's kind of the good the bad and the ugly right now uh it's always a mixed bag here in the dmv but the good surprisingly i think you start with commanders and ravens you know very solid we'll start with them Another part of the good would be Maryland basketball. Maryland basketball off to a great start. Really nice start. Uh, still early. Still tempered expectations, but, man, they, they look good. Yeah. Hey, rather have a great start than be asking all these questions right now, right? Um, the bad would be, the, um, uh, would be Maryland football. I'll, I'm going to rant on that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, and the ugly would be the Caps. The Caps are in bad shape. Yeah, physically, emotionally. Yeah. Like they're, they're they're like a broken relationship right now, and I I don't know if there's a uh, I don't know if there's a therapist out there to mend it right yeah, now. Yeah, man, cool. I I I just they look really old and really beat up and really slow. Well, I got some stats for you in a little bit whether they do any good, but it's 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 ugly. Yeah, you know, it's ugly. All I right. Mean, yeah, I mean, it, you know, I guess the synopsis is when you're old and injured. You're going to continue to be old and injured. Yeah, you got you got no room for error, no. and unfortunately, the injury bug has bitten them harder than we thought it would. Right, um, and there's no coming back from that. Sometimes, so we will see. It's a long season. Um, there's always room for optimism, especially in a league as close as that one. But you know, <clears throat> we'll attack that later. All right, man. So let's go, Commanders and Ravens. So first of all, the whole you know selling the team talk, which we talked about last time ad nauseum, has kind of settled down. It yeah. looks like. You know, the, the wheels are turning behind the scenes as they should, and, and hopefully we'll hear some news come March. Um, yeah, I think the, the timeline is that it could take a little bit longer to actually get the sale, but sale, but they'll announce, a, you know, the, the winner. Right. And then, yeah, they have to go through all the paperwork and the process. But, uh, you know, a long story short, uh, the speculation is, is obviously Bezos will have and his group will have the highest bid by far. Mm-hmm. It's just how far will they have to go above the other ones before Snyder, who obviously has animosity towards that Jeff Bezos. Yep. Probably rightly so. Um, is willing to sell yeah. to him. So um, I'm hearing, I mean, like we talked $7 billion. Are you it's kidding me? Out of control. But uh you know, obviously Bezos is not stupid, so he'll try to leverage as much as he can. But I don't know, man. I mean, I don't, I don't really right now know who the next contender is. It's mm-hmm. like Bezos and then like a bunch of different groups. Yeah, I, I, from what I've heard, all the groups are 
I mean, a sale of that magnitude, the groups are obviously legit. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, they got to be can like pool, pre-screened. And all correct. That. When you can pool cash and upwards of $5 billion together with investors, you're obviously a legit candidate. Right. You know, like you said, uh, to get Bezos across the finish line means you're going to pay a, a pain in the ass tax, you know, um, and that could be two, two, two and a half million billion higher than the next guy. Right. You know, but I mean, he's going to, <clears throat> um, he's going to have to pay more than anybody else just oh, because yeah. of the damage he's done to Snyder. Yeah. Now I've been hearing, I've been hearing bids in that three and a half to four billion range are legit. And like you said, Bezos is going to have to approach seven in order to, you know, right. tickle the twine. So, um, we will wait and see. Either way, it's it's certainly a positive if you're a if you're a lifelong Commanders fan because you know changing of the guard is step one to actually getting back to being reputable. Right. Um, but on the field, I mean, don't look now. Shit, man, they're six and five. Um, what wasn't pretty this past weekend? But honest to God, Houston's been playing everybody tough, and the league's so fucking close in terms of of talent that even the shitty teams have enough talent to put up a fight. Um, but Washington Washington was up big in this game. Uh, the last touchdown notwithstanding, it really wasn't even competitive. Um, no, I mean, it could have been 30 to 10, yeah. if that sounds better. But uh, obviously, you know, I mean, the defensive line is playing like we all thought they would for the last two years. Um, and I don't know if it's a combination of – they're healthy. They have mojo. They got rid of the D-line coach earlier in the year and right. switched them out, and maybe the, I'm sure that had something to do with it. Maybe the scheme helped, but bottom line is Jonathan Allen is dominant. Dude. He destroys people. He does. And pain, pain is – Pain is solid. Sweat is uh, getting consistent pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of this without Chase Young, who comes <laughs> back this, this week. And I, I, you know, I just heard, though, he's probably not going to play this week. Well, I don't know why. I don't either. Either play or don't play. I'm with you, you know, man. Dude, it's been over a year. Yeah. You know, I know we have kids on our team that came back in less than a year and played, so I don't really know why they're holding him back. But, um, you know, and frankly, I'm a little tired of him. Um, sweats, in my mind, just as good. Look, man, I love me some Chase Young. I think he's yeah. awesome, but he is definitely a diva. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, I mean, you watch him during practices and all the sidelines, and he's he's just got that little swagger about him, and I, I mean, like it. I he's like come, it. But. He's come all. He's been a bust, somewhat of a bust so far for where he's picked. So, I would think you know in year three he's got some something to prove. Yeah, I'd hope he'd come back like a bat out of hell. Um, but uh, you know, either activate him or don't activate. What whatever, man. Right. Just just make a decision. But to your point. Even without him, that defensive line has rounded into form. And, I mean, shit, man. We talked about it before the season started, that if the D could get their shit together, this is another very – it's a very competitive team. Not a good team, but it's competitive. Um, well, and I with, mean, Heineke is – He is what he is, He's man. four. He's four and one. Right. But he's also five touchdowns, four interceptions. He's – you know, they're, they're sort of winning in spite of him. Um, but they like him. And they play say, hard for him. There's and, something yeah. about, you know, you, you hear the terms all the time in sports, glue guy, and he, he, does all the, you know, he does all the things that don't show up in the stat sheet. Well, Taylor Heineke is, is just a walking <laughs> example of all of those idioms, you right. know? Um, but you, you, like you just said, the, the guys like playing with him and for him. And for all the throws that he doesn't make because he just doesn't have the arm strength or the vision or that, that quarterback acumen, he doesn't fuck up a lot either. I know. You know, I mean, 
like a couple of the throws he missed yesterday, he was like slamming his helmet and he was all mad at himself. But the window to make that throw was super tight. He's not going to make that throw. Is Wentz going to make it in a vacuum? Maybe, but maybe he doesn't even fucking get get outside the tackle to make right. the throw. So <clears throat> that's one of those where, as long as they're winning with Heineke, it's a no brainer. You play him right. Um, the defense, if it continues to to play the way it's playing, they're going to be competitive and in almost every game. Um, I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, I'm 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 adding things up right now. Um, keep on talking for thirty okay. seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I, I think I'm most impressed right now with the way they've kind of put this ragtag secondary together. Um, they cut ties with dipshit uh, Jackson. That may be like that might be that like, might be like the biggest thing. No, no shit, you dude. Know, like, no, no kidding. Uh, but I got to tell you, Cam Curl comes to play every fucking week. You know, is he lights out? Is he a top notch secondary guy in the NFL? No, but you know what? He's a very serviceable veteran who knows what he's doing. He's professional and he fucking plays hard. Forrest makes plays. I love a ball hawk Dude, like that. I think they're like pretty fucking good. They, they are pretty fucking good. I mean, they're and, good. And, 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 and again, I'm not going to sit here and tout this guy as like the second coming, but Jamin Davis is actually playing like an NFL Jamin linebacker. Davis is playing like an Yeah. You know, I He's mean, competent. Exactly right. Um, so, hey, man, like we talked about, even last year when I shit on this team and I say they're no good and everything else, I still root for them. Right. They're still my team. Am I excited to watch them put up 23 at Houston? Absolutely not. But does it beat the alternative? Yes, it does. <laughs> well, the last six weeks, which I think corresponds when Jackson went out, um, uh, or William Jackson was taken out and then subsequently traded, Yep, they've given up 15 points a game. And they haven't played complete chumps either. It's not like they're playing backups. Sure. Like you would think. Like I originally thought. I mean, they had Justin Fields. They had... Um, that's still one of the worst NFL games in the history of the world. It is, but they held him seven points, and now Justin feels like a fantasy. Exactly right. You know. Yep. Then they had Aaron Rodgers. So for whatever Aaron Rodgers is, he's still obviously Aaron Rodgers. Sure. Uh, Indianapolis, they did play a backup. Yep. So that sixteen is a little. We bit, got them at the right time. Yeah. <laughs> um, then they played Cousins and held him to twenty, and that was a bullshit twenty. And we should have won that game, yeah. by the way. Then they had uh, Jalen Hurts, who's dynamic, and they yep. held him to 21, and now they had Jay Davis Mills to 10. So and I they, think that, that Philly game, I got to tell you, man, because we didn't, we didn't pod last week and talk about it, shocked the shit out of me. Yeah. First game this year where I really went, what the fuck is Philly doing? But then I thought, I, I, Washington just played well. You know, They gave up 14 in the first quarter and then pretty much shut Philly down the rest of the time. Time. I can't believe they had the ball for 40 minutes in that game. The next three weeks, next four weeks, are going to decide whether or not they make the playoffs because they have Atlanta, who's one game under 500. Atlanta's a pain in the ass. They're yeah. tough to play against. Then they have two consecutive games against the Giants. Huge. Who are ahead of them. you got to split those, right? got to split them. Uh, and then they have at San Francisco, which, I, is, which is a team that's in the wild card hunt. I just, I, but San Fran should play, should play into Washington's hands because they're not dynamic either. I think so, too. You know, the problem there is you have to go out there and, you know. Yeah, you have to go out there. But this is a huge, this is a game at home you should win. Then if you split, so let's say you'll be seven and five, then you go eight and six with if you split with, mm -hmm. and then it comes down to can you go nine and six. Yep. That's going to be, and then to get Cleveland, that should be a win. Should be, but that, that team scares me. Of course, it all scare you. I mean, they could yeah. lose any game. Sure, but uh, but I mean, if you know, you have to think of it unless they just come out and 
just you got to beat Cleveland home if you're playing for a playoff berth. No, you have to. And Cleveland's not playing for anything. No, you're right. You, you got to beat Atlanta at home, and you got to beat Cleveland at home. Yeah. Um, the San Fran game on the road's probably a coin flip, and the Giants and games. Um, they don't scare you, but I mean, obviously, you have enough film now to see what Brian Dayball has put in and what right. wrinkles he has. And I think they're well coached. The Giants. Yeah, I mean, they're, he they're, seems, they're, and they seem to be a little bit lucky. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, but then they they just they have been playing down. Well, and this past weekend's a lately. prime example. I think they got a little too big for their own britches against Detroit, and Detroit just went into New York and just, you know. So right now, put one on them. The f- matchup predictor. Is forty nine percent to forty nine percent in that in that game mm-hmm. uh, with the Giants. The Giants are currently seven and three, four and two at home. However, they got off to that really hot start, and they just lost. They've lost two out of three, the last two out of three, uh, to Seattle, and then to Detroit, and they beat Houston. So they have Dallas on Thursday. Yep. That's a huge game. Washington, Philly, Washington, Minnesota. Oh, Indianapolis, Philly. Oh, they now, got it. that Philly game at the end probably won't mean much because Philly have it wrapped up. Well, same with Dallas. I mean, Washington's not, got Dallas wrapped. Maybe up. not though. I don't think Philly's playing that great right now. Mm-hmm. Washington beat them. They should have lost they yesterday. Should have lost yesterday. Um, and and I mean that's a that's that's a very underachieving Indianapolis team. Well, they, if if you can now, obviously. Washington has a formula, right? Mm-hmm. Just don't turn the ball over, play good defense. You'll be in the game, sure, right? Good running game, good running game, good running backs. That's where it's Line at, man. is playing okay, um, but if if they if the Giants lose to Dallas on Thursday, then they will be seven and four. Mm-hmm. Washington, if they win, would be seven and five. No, those two games really are about flipping. Absolutely, you know. Yeah. You got to you got to hold catch serve them. at home if you can. You got to. So um anyway, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'll I'll give um I'm going to give Scott Turner a little credit as well because I think he's doing a nice job of using the talent they've got on offense in terms of using Curtis Samuel in that little sweep role with a, with a couple little, you know, pitches. Antonio Gibson, he lines up sometimes as a wide receiver. Definitely goes into routes out of the backfield, but he's still getting traditional handoffs. Brian Robinson is clearly the best between the tackle runner they have right. on the team. Um, Heineke loves McLaurin. For whatever reason, he finds him, and he gets him the ball. And McLaurin's the closest thing we have to a top-tier receiver. Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, Turner's doing – he's doing his best. Because I'm with you. I think the offensive line is still a huge um, – a huge average unit at best. Obviously. Yeah. I, I mean, I think everybody would agree with that. Yeah. And in the draft, you have to think they're going offensive Oh, they're going guard. They're going guard. They're going Jerry. offensive <laughs> line. Or, I mean, I don't know, man. Check out this. I mean, they're probably going to pick somewhere 20. Yeah, 18, 18 to 20. Yeah. Right. But listen to these quarterbacks. I mean, you got Stroud. You got, assuming they all come out, I don't see why they wouldn't. Uh, Stroud, you got the kid from Alabama. Uh, you got Caleb Williams from USC, who might be the best out of all of them. I think he's the best out right. of all of them. Will I, Levis from Kentucky. Yep. I mean, you got you got like five or six legit, like non-reach, yep. no, like non-reach quarterbacks. I agree with you. Um, and this is the year we're going to bump down in the draft. Right? I know this is the year we're going to bump down the draft. <laughs> um, but by not playing Wentz, 
you get to keep your second and Correct. you have to give up your third. Correct. So I think that I, I saw somewhere on Twitter that statistically, if he sits out at uh, one or two, one more game, it's pretty certain. Mm-hmm. If he sits out two more games without a snap, it's definite yep. that he will not meet the threshold. Exactly, because it's, it's percentage impossible. of... It's percentage of snap, of, of game. Correct. Yeah, yep. so it's like total snaps they have as a team versus totally. what he is in a quarterback. So. And I heard somebody say, yeah, but you might need him down the stretch. If Heineke doesn't, you don't want him being disgruntled. Hey, look, he's no dummy. No. The second he got hurt, his agent was probably like, hey, by the way... Hey, we're not hitting the threshold. <laughs> you right, know? yeah. Right. I mean, you know? And now, I mean... If he had you, stayed healthy, it was a different story, right. but he didn't. So I don't know. I mean, I don't really think any reasonable person would think that making a switch now was warranted. No. Now, if Heineke comes out and sucks the next two games... Well, yeah. I'll be honest with you. I, th- I thought he kind of sucked yesterday. He did suck. Yeah. And he right. actually said after yeah. the game, I got to play better. Yep. You know? Yeah. So it's uh, not... Uh, I he, mean, I, I think he... missed he, plenty of, plenty yeah. of opportunities yesterday. And I think that, you know, they get a little... Your defense, when you know, when you're on offense and you know your defense is going to stop them, you can sort of relax, maybe not be that aggressive, just sort of be a game manager. And, right. You know, you're not really making big plays. You're doing a lot of check downs. And if you don't get it, eh, punt's not the worst thing. Sure. Um, probably not a good mindset to have because eventually he's going to have to step it up. Oh, yeah. Um, but Well, and that's where, look, he's got balls, right? And two-minute drill, he's the kind of guy you want there. The problem is the NFL is a talent league, and he's just short on yeah, he's not, talent. Yeah, man. they got they got to get a new quarterback. A hundred percent. Like people are talking about, what game was it that they won at home? <sighs> Fuck, he threw like the uh, it was like third and third and eight, and he got nailed, closed his eyes, and found McLaurin along the sidelines or whatever. Right. I mean, literally threw it with with all of his might, <laughs> and that ball should have been a pick six, but it was complete. And everybody's like, he's a hero, and I'm like, okay, look, I love the guy. I'd play hard for him, too. I'd love hanging out, drinking beers with him. He seems like a cool motherfucker. Right. He's an NFL dude, but he's not a fucking starting NFL quarterback. No, I mean, it, you know, I come mean, on. everybody, I mean, it, but it is fun. It is. You know, it is. There, are, there are guys out there that just, they teammates love to play for him. Sure. Um, and he does get McLaurin involved in the game. Bingo. Where Wentz did not, which was so mind-boggling. To me, anyway. Wentz is a mind-boggling player. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't know why you didn't like Terry McLaurin is not. I mean, Howie Long said if Terry McLaurin play in Dallas or New York, he would be a national. Name, oh yeah, you know, oh, yeah. just because he plays in Washington, right? Um, but I don't know why he wasn't focused from from jump. I, I, I don't get it either. You know, I mean, Jahan Dotson, he's sort of um, he's your home run guy. Yeah, and he sort of he they got film on him, mm-hmm. right? So and he's not not very yeah, big. He's he's only has thirteen catches yep. now. I mean, he has like I think five targets in the last three games. Yeah, so he's coming back down to earth. Sure, um, it, but this is the now. I don't think there's any secret that your your offense is more efficient when you get Terry McLaurin the ball. McLaurin involved, and no no surprise, Logan Thomas has a resurgence he's, under he, yeah he, under Heineke. He comes back. I think this was the first real game. I think so too. And he looked good, man. He looked he looked healthy. Yeah, man. You got to get these dudes like eight to ten yards off the line of scrimmage and let Heineke get them and just Absolutely. move some chains and get some field goals and don't Bingo. turn the fucking ball over. Bingo. Wait, well, hey, man. I'm I'm happy for the Commanders. It, last year at this time, for me, it was a fucking dead end road. Yeah. Whether they made the playoffs or not, I didn't really give a shit. Yeah. They were going to get a blah draft pick. The whole. <clears throat> lip service about everything. There's so much shit behind the scenes. Now, I'm telling you, it appears a sale is imminent. 
And I'm telling you, once they made that announcement, it was like a breath of fresh air for this fucking team. It really was. Even the because media. Because no, yeah. Once the media got over like the, the boner that they had collectively, like, holy shit, Dan Snyder's gone. Now everybody's like, they're talking a little more jovially. They're yeah, like, there's, you know, it's it, like a breath of fucking fresh air really because is. no matter what shit comes out, this dude is going to be gone. Yeah. And it's going to be a the breath of fresh air. The Wicked Witch is dead, man. Yeah. I mean, you know. I mean, players no. were basically telling themselves. Media like Sua Sponte just where who was it Al Michaels in the free oh yeah <laughs> like the Monday oh, night yeah. game just took a shot at him he, no absolutely. reason right I mean, absolutely was, and and now the, the I mean uh, these stupid lawsuits are going to go or they're just political candy oh they're they're pawns but, yeah whatever um, but it's just the you know once they make the announcement everybody there's going to be a fucking parade oh. No, no question. There's going to be a fucking parade. It's be awesome, and it. I might go to it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a. I, I hey, what the of, commanders do? I sort of changing of the guard, yeah, baby. I sort of. I just think it'd be funny, you know, um, like if they Dan's dead signs. Yeah, know? if they just had that because it's just the years and years of frustration, you know. Well, and um, you said it too. I mean, such a despicable person. Not only the ownership and leadership wise was he bad, he's just a terrible person. I mean, they're not giving their fucking security deposits back. Dude. Isn't that so typical? That's so red skin. And, and you did hear, I thought it was a hoax. The story was the second home game of the year. It was the 50 50 raffle. Yeah, and he, they, <laughs> the fucking check bounce. Check bounce. <laughs> I mean, well, it's such it's, a low budget. It's just product. a comedy of errors. Ah, fuck him. Uh, go to your yacht and just spend your billions yeah. elsewhere, you piece of shit. You know? But moving on, it's 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 good to see him playing well, and the fact that we have a legitimate playoff conversation. And I don't right think now. there's any coincidence. I don't think it's a coincidence that once he announced that he was selling, or the rumors were getting out there, that the team has been winning. Yeah, they're relaxed. They're relaxed, and they got rid of William Jackson the minute they made a mistake and shipped him off. Yep, got something back. You know, I mean, and more I, importantly, I, they're not paying him full. You know, right. full they're cap paying, hit. They're and, not paying and, him anymore. Yeah, it's huge. All right, so let's go up the Beltway and talk Ravens for a minute here. And that played like shit, dude. That was a terrible game. What the fu- I mean, they, Look, they, I love Harbaugh. Yeah. I think Harbaugh's great. To me, he looks a little disengaged this year. Well, he, yeah, you know, he just has this look like we're going to make the playoffs, and then we'll see what happens. And it's a dangerous road. On the one hand, <clears throat> you don't have the expectations, you don't have the the, the hoopla. On the other. Dude, you gotta you gotta get right, man, because they don't look right. Thirteen to three at home to 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 Cleveland. I'm with you, Carolina, Carolina. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. They're seven and three. They are. The three games they've lost by have been a total of eleven points. Right. Absolutely. And I still think they're underachieving because of the, the week where it's, you know it's like you're right though. You're playing Carolina. You have a chance to sort of stretch your legs. Um, obviously, Baker Mayfield is terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't put up any points, it's, and it's just weird. I L- mean, Lamar's doing some really weird things at weird times during the game. I mean, there's times in the game <clears throat> Lamar looks like his MVP self, and he looks unstoppable. Yeah. And then how many times, Jerry, is he going to throw the ball right into a defensive lineman and have it get picked off? He consistently – I mean, he, he was – Barn burner the first three weeks. Mm-hmm. He was getting me like forty points a week in fantasy. Now he gets twenty. Yeah, you know, barely. And I most mean, of that's with his legs. Yeah, most of that. I mean, his his output in the last four games: thirteen Sunday, twenty seven against New Orleans, twenty seven against Tampa Bay, 
Not those aren't bad. No, those aren't bad. Twenty three versus Cleveland. Um, but they they struggle through the air. Um, they do not have any wide receivers. No, I mean I think um, and didn't Andrews he didn't play yesterday, right? Mm-mm. And they had nothing in the air without no. him. No, I mean <laughs> it, they have no wide receivers, and that is a fatal flaw for this team. It is. Um, but they're seven and three, and here are their next four games: Jacksonville, okay, Denver, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. Cleveland. So got to go three and one. Dregs. I mean, you should go four. Got to go four and zero. Really? I mean, they should. They, they, you can't. You can't lose to who, who? Who? You can't lose to any of those teams. Somebody like Pittsburgh will pull some shit out of their ass because. Well, I mean, what's Pittsburgh? What's their record? Uh, three and yeah. seven. Yeah, they're three and seven. I mean, they're rebuilding. Um, everybody... by the way, I don't think Kenny Pickett's any good at all. No, <laughs> I think he's terrible. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. <clears throat> like in this draft, you had guys in the first round that you're reaching on. Yep. This draft coming up, I think you have dudes who legitimately in any draft would be number ones. You said this last year this is in, a our, in our pre-draft really thing. really good freaking quarterback. Jeremy yeah. and asked you, Jeremy and I asked you, like, do they go and get a quarterback? And you're like, I wouldn't. You're like, as badly as Washington needs one, you're like, I wouldn't do it. Because right. you're like, they're, they're all frauds. They're yeah. all frauds, man. And, and that's been that way the last couple of years. Now, you know, these guys could be frauds, but sure. they have pedigree. Mm-hmm. Like Kenny Pickett, he was pretty good for a year, right? Um, and played in the ACC. The ACC is terrible, trash, terrible. That's trash. why I never give Clemson respect because they you, play eight, nine games sure. that basically good counsel could be. Yeah, right. Um, and so they don't ever go weekend like Tennessee. They'll never go to a. I mean, they do play uh, South Carolina. I'd be betting South Carolina. Mm-hmm. That's how. That's how. What I think about Clemson. I digress. But, um, you know, these dudes in the SEC, they have big pedigree. They've been on the mountaintop for like two or three years now. Like Caleb Williams has been one of the best recruits in the country, and he's lived up to it. Guy's tremendous. Same with Stroud. Yep. Right, same with the cat from Alabama. Mm-hmm. Will Levis has been a K- Kentucky he's been great. And, you know, all conference type guy. Absolutely. Um, and I'm sure there, I'm sure there are others that oh, I'm yeah. not thinking about. Yeah, there's probably a bunch of like right. mid-major guys that just you know they we had the the four I mentioned are legit number ones. Now you have the guys who you will reach for. Yeah, right. But you won't reach for them. You'll reach for them at 25. Sure. You won't reach for them, which I guess Pickett he he slid for a reason. He did. Right? He did. Um, but there's probably a Kirk Cousins or two in this draft yeah. that is going to be available late second, early third round. It's going to be the eighth, ninth, tenth quarterback off the board that might be 6'4, 220. And, you in, know, in the last two drafts, and maybe I'm missing somebody who's good quarterback wise. Yeah. I mean, like Justin Fields has proven to be competent. I mean, you got Burrow and Tua, but those were three years ago, right? That was three years. I'm talking like Wilson, bad. The yeah. guy from the Jets. He's, oh, he's fucking he's terrible. Bad. He was so bad yesterday. That game might be worse than the Washington-Chicago <laughs> game. And the fact that it ended on a punt return and was just And he looks like great. a child Dude. when they're just crucifying him. <laughs> um, but the, the, ki- the, kid, uh, the kid that got drafted a couple years ago from San Francisco, I don't think he's ever going to be anything. Yep. Trey Lance. Trey Lance. And then you got Love in Green Bay. Oh, geez. He's consistently never going to play. No. Um, um, I, you know, I wonder if... Uh, I mean, we're just reaching now, but, uh, you know, the jury's a little bit out on Burrow. 
He's had a he's had a slump this year. He has. It's tough to be. This is why Tom Brady's so great. Oh, no question. Jesus, I mean, every year he's great, and every year his team would win, and every year his team would like be in the conference or win the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Um, and nobody else can do it. No, every year except for him. Brady and Manning were Manning too. Were yeah, complete. They, they were goats, man. They were yeah. on an island by themselves. Mahomes. Mahomes. Allen is playing his way into uh, that. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, um, Mahomes is like, if you give him the ball with a minute left and a chance to win the game, 80% of the time, he's going to win the fucking and game. And that's why, honestly, KC is the prime example of why my heart sinks when I think about Lamar and Baltimore. If they're able to put together a good run, their formula is so limited as to how they have to win. And I'm like, can they go toe-to-toe with Mahomes? In a play? I, I don't think so. I don't so. think so. I don't think so either. I don't either. think so either, man. You know? And, th- and that's disheartening. Um, well, let's look at the standings just in the NFL. All right. Um, I'll go conference standings. All right. The teams to beat, Kansas City's 8-2, and two, Miami 7-3. and three. Wow, that's weird to say. It is. Tennessee is... Seven and three, but I don't know how they do it. They're well coached, that's Baltimore, why. Yeah, Baltimore seven and three, and the Bills are seven and three. That's a that's that's a pretty good playoff picture right there. See, to me, you just every one of those teams is better than everybody in the NFC. Well, Philly included. You think so? I think Philly's fucking smoking mirrors. I mean, Philly nine and one, Minnesota eight and two, but damn, they got fucked up. Dude, Washington should have beaten Minnesota. They've won. I think every game they've won has been by one score or less. Yeah, and then they got yeah. boat. You're race right. Yesterday. I mean. They got boat race, and that may be the, you know, that may be the precursor for a lot Correct. of losses. Um, I mean, you got the the Giants at seven and three. They're I'm just not a believer. No. Seattle. I mean, I love Geno, but come on. <laughs> I think Pete Carroll is such a dipshit. Yeah. Uh, say, I mean, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. Here, Philly's nine and one. Minnesota's eight and two. Cowboys are seven and three. Giants seven and three. Seahawks six and four. Niners five and four, Commanders six and five, then and everybody then, else, and is then five Atlanta's five and six, and yeah. um, you got a you got a, a a bunch of teams that are okay, but just I L- mean, listen to these fucking r- records, man. The Rams three and seven, mm-hmm. and it sounds like Stafford might be might be done for a few weeks. Yeah, Packers four and seven, Cardinals four and six. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I but, think. See, everybody wants to go out and get the young coach, right? Right. Careful what you wish for, because these guys, while they're good and they're hungry, they're also completely full of themselves. I just wonder what what happened. I think Kingsbury and um, Murray just play a constant dick measuring contest. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they seem to not get along. (laughs) It's not a great formula there, Cliff. The the Raiders are surprisingly disappointed with, with Derek Carr. I thought he was, I thought they'd be better. Um, Denver with Russ Wilson. I dude, mean, thank God we missed him. <laughs> dude, did we dodge Holy a bullet or what? Shit. We dodged a fucking meteor with him. The Jets are six and four with Can that. You believe that? Terrible. However, Salah just came out today and said all options are on the table as far yeah, as yeah. I mean, that's goes. never a good sign, right? <laughs> that means things are going downhill. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the. Uh, the Terps basketball. Because now let's go Terps football first. Okay, go ahead. All right, we'll we'll continue to talk. I was trying. To, I was. We were in such a good mood. Before. I know. I know. All right, look. <laughs> I'm not even going to spend that much time on it. You know me. I'm a fan. I'm a supporter. You know, I pay my money. Go to the games. I am 
fiercely loyal. The years we win two games or the years we win eight games, they're my team. Um, I'm not saying that this team was destined for greatness. They still have a lot of flaws, especially playing in the Big Ten, because there's nowhere to hide in the Big Ten. You just made the comment about the ACC. In the ACC, this team probably wins eight or nine games. 100%. But that doesn't make them a legit college football eight or nine win team when you're talking upper echelon conferences. They are a 500 club in the Big Ten. And it's very sobering for me as a fan because I don't know how much better they're going to be than this talent-wise. Right. I think they kind of are where they are. They have a very, very good, competent quarterback. They've got playmakers at receiver. They've got a couple draft picks on the offensive line. they got draft picks on the defensive side of the ball. They've got pretty decent coordinators. Loxley's a really good recruiter. He's not doing anything wrong. He's not fucking anything up. No. He's just not elite. And these teams that they play are elite. And <clears throat> I guess here's the, the, the long and the short of it. So the last three weeks, Terps got bowl eligible against Northwestern. We're 6-2. and two. Looking at the schedule, thought eight wins was possible. Needed to pull, needed to pull one out, but, but it was there. Wisconsin, they have a down year. We got boat raced. Terrible weather. I get all the excuses. It was terrible weather for Wisconsin, too. We, we had nine fucking first downs, Jerry. Five of which came on the last drive of the game when the game was over. That was, a, that was embarrassing. That was a bad game. Last weekend, thank God I was on the cruise ship and enjoying Nassau, Bahamas. It, because, was, it was worse than Wisconsin. Dude, George texted me. He was like, thank Christ you are not here. He's like, this is embarrassing. Yeah. He they, said that, they didn't even want to play. No. He was like, Dad, we could not, we could not push a defensive lineman even to the line of scrimmage. He's like, they were in the backfield on every single play from the beginning to the end of the game. He was like, it was basically like a high school game where Damascus is playing like the Sisters of the Poor. Yeah, like Einstein. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh, we're going to win this game 60 to nothing. You know, I mean, it was really bad. So I know I watched it and I was like, so I went this past weekend. Andrea went with me. Um, I've gotten her out to three games this year, which is a huge win. Good job. (laughs) Um, Thank you. No, we had a great day. Caught up with a bunch of family and friends at tailgates and such. Uh, caught up with Mitch and crew, had a great time. Best game they played all year. Yep. They seem to play Ohio State. They they seem to match up with them. They do. Well. They do. I don't I don't understand. They they match up with them a lot better than they match up with Penn State. It's so weird, isn't it? It is. I mean, you know, they'll beat Penn State, right? They they never beat Ohio State, but yeah. they play well. They do. Like they'll beat Penn State every once in a while. Right. Um but, but my thing is why can't that game plan an effort? <laughs> All right. I'm not saying you go into the locker room and go, guys, we're not going to fucking beat Ohio State. But why can't you go into that Wisconsin week and go, hey, look, boys, this is our fucking time right now. I don't give a shit if Ohio State comes in and puts up 70. We're laying it all on the table. We're going. Wisconsin and Penn State, Maryland looked like a shell of themselves. Yeah, they looked like they didn't want to play. And those were two winnable games when you look at the talent discrepancy. Ohio State... You had to play the perfect game, which we damn near did. It's still not winnable. Right. They're, they're going to find a way to win. They're just that bunch better on paper. I don't understand why Maryland can't prepare themselves and win the games they should win, or at least be competitive in the games they should be competitive in. Right. Should have beaten Purdue. Almost lost to Northwestern. Fucking bullshit. And then you go out and you play Ohio State toe-to-toe for 60 minutes. Makes zero fucking sense to me. So who do they have next week? Rutgers. Okay, so that's it. That's this it. is the last that's game. That's it. They beat Rutgers. They're 7-5. and five. Yeah. And seven wins, 
I said at the beginning of the year, that is a good season in the Big Ten for a program like Maryland. Right. I don't have visions of grandeur. They are right. not a ten-win team in the Big Ten. You know, but you got to beat Rutgers. You got to beat Rutgers. And if they go out and they have this "woe is me" mentality, and and we're going dude, to the you, same bowl gonna, either way, they're going to be in trouble, man. Because Rutgers is not bad. Yeah. Well, I just had the feeling that that, that you know they're going to. Where is the game? Maryland. Okay. I would be surprised if they did not come out and put a good effort. I think they come out and I think they score a lot of points. And I don't know that Rutgers' offense is is as prolific as it's been in the past. Right. Um, they they lost a bunch of offensive talent last year. Are they bowl eligible even close to it? Rutgers, double check me. I don't think so. Okay. And I think so if they, I think they, they really max nothing, out at five and seven. Right. So I they think. have nothing to play for, <clears throat> other than just the, right. Other than cock blocking us, you know. Which means, I mean, a bunch of onside kicks, go for it on fourth down, sure. shit like that. And it's Shiano. I mean, he's this isn't his first dance, you right. know. Um, well, I'll say this I mean, for Maryland: seven they, and five, though. Mm-hmm. Seven and five is not bad. If they would have lost to Northwestern, that would have been bad. That would have been really bad. That would have yeah. been fatal. Yeah. Looking back, being able to beat Northwestern and honestly SMU are proving to be two huge wins for yeah. this team because those those games were coin flips, man, and they they pulled them out. Um, so have have you heard bowl projections? Uh, any? I did a week ago. I'm hearing like. Um, uh, what's the I don't word? know if they're tie-ins or anything like that. but I had heard a week ago, Maryland, South Carolina, like somewhere in Memphis. But oh, I think, the Liberty Bowl? I Those, think that's so. That's a fun bowl, man. But I think South Carolina just played their way into a better bowl, yeah. and I think Maryland probably played their way down a little bit. See, here's why like bowls like the Liberty Bowl are cool, at least in my mind, because they're old bowls. Yes. And so they have some pedigree to them. Agreed. So when you get into the Liberty Bowl, even though the payout is probably not as good as like the car queer, orange queer, car, car, car quest, quest. yeah, Yeah. (laughs) car quest, like whatever bowl in Charlotte, um, probably pays out more. But the Liberty Bowl just sounds better. It does. You know, because it's an old school bowl. Yeah, like Liberty, Independence, like some of those those, like traditional bowls. Like, oh, we got the Independence Bowl. That's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I agree with you. Um, look, getting to seven wins would be huge. Yeah. Um, getting into a bowl game. <clears throat> now, with this squad, does everybody play? I don't really know. Yeah, you, know? you like you you could see some of the receivers sitting Correct. there. Right? If Correct. And that, um, that offensive tackle yep. who's going to be a first-round pick. That's correct. Duncan. Him, yeah. yeah, you see him saying, ah. Yep. You know who's playing himself into a, a draft position is Lunsford. That's crazy. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. But they, he's getting all is kinds of Is he a senior? I think he's a junior. Okay. So he'll so come back. He'll come back, yeah. But he's, he's setting himself up nicely to be like, they, like preseason, like all well, Big Ten. Man. Anybody that plays at Maryland has a shot to, to play in the league. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know. Well, that's one thing that they've done a really good job of over the years, man. When they do their Maryland pride and you look at all the guys that, you know, have come through, you're like, holy shit. They put a lot of guys in the pros in the last well, he, here's, two decades. Here's what I've seen in my experience in the past couple of years at like a big time high school, right? Um, going, you go to these camps like West Virginia, mm-hmm. almost none of the guys consider going to West Virginia. Okay. Even if they get offers, they just, they don't even consider it. Um, Maryland will get more because it's home. Um, so the guys, like the big time dudes, will. Yeah, they're not like I mean when I whenever I joke with our running back who is a national recruit I mean he's mm-hmm. top one fifty okay um, 
when I talk about West Virginia, he just sort of hey, laughs and goes mm-hmm. on, right? Maryland, eh, you know, you know. Mm-hmm. But when they go, when they say things like, and he hasn't said it, but guys on the team have said, if I when I go to Ohio State, if they offer, I'm committing on the spot. Yeah, that's how much different. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Right. That's how much different Alabama and Georgia and those even and I would even maybe even put Clemson in there, although they're sort of be trailing down now um, in terms of the national perception. Sure. But like that's what those that's what they are, because, they you know, like Ohio State will turn down guys that Maryland would die for. Sure. Sure. Right. Um, and that is that's how even Michigan. Mm-hmm. Michigan will recruit guys, and it's more like what I have heard. The perception I have for Michigan, it's like a family atmosphere, but it's sort of like a country school. It's mm. not country, but it's like that got that sort of folksy feel when you go there. Because I think Harbaugh's a little bit. Yep, he's goofy, he right? Is. He he's is. a lot like Dabo, mm-hmm. where they they you know they, they, he's, that, he's that conservative. Yeah, kind of they like, sort yep. of preach yep. family and yep. fun, mm-hmm. and you know. Um, it's kind of like that. It's it's kind of like a, a laid back version. You go to Ohio State, man. You're like, you're like in. It's like an urban setting. Um, there are in, and the expectations are just yeah. I mean, I, and you would think that Michigan and Ohio State are the same, but I think they're they're not on recruiting wise. I think I, it's I agree you with know? you. Um, and it's like when you go to Alabama, and I've heard people like Nick Saban gives you 15 minutes and then rolls out, and you're a five star. Mm-hmm. He don't give a fuck. You almost have to sell yourself to him. He doesn't him. give a fuck. Yeah. I mean, they got they got dudes coming everywhere. Sure. Um, now I'm sure quarterbacks and stuff like that. Um, uh, but it it that's what I have observed. It's like the the hierarchy of schools. There are like five golden gooses mm-hmm. that if if the best players that I've ever seen in college or in high school, when they get offered, they're like done. They're out. And yeah. nobody decommits right. unless there's some sort of off the field issue. Sure. Or or they bring in somebody mm-hmm. at your position that they didn't think that you didn't think they were going to, and right. you're not going to compete with that guy. Um, well, the key for Maryland, <clears throat> but so that's is, why it's so difficult for teams like Maryland. It is, but the key for them is to get that three, that rising three star that Alabama, Michigan, Ohio State would never even look at. They wouldn't even con- a guy like Roman Hemby, for example, is right. running back. Okay, <clears throat> obviously legit. He was a rising three, quasi four, depending on who you saw. His offer sheets were, I mean, it was Maryland, Wake, Carolina, Virginia Tech. It's a regional. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody else. And we we won the lottery for him. And I'm like, okay, he seems a little small. He's going to be first team all Big Ten freshman running back this year. I mean, the guy looks like the part. Right. You, you don't count on those guys to be studs. You count on them to be okay. And then you hope that they progress. You hope that one out of every three or four of those guys emerges to be a starter or to be a game changer or whatever else. You're not going to get Barums every year. Right. They got lucky on him, you know. And can you keep him? Yeah. Can you keep him? Because I know. Everybody's going south. Dude, he was the only guy on defense this past weekend, Jerry, that looked like he could play with Ohio State. And there was a couple times where Stroud even looked around like, fuck, would somebody block this dude? Right. I mean, that guy is a man. Yeah. You know? He's he's a man amongst boys. You know he's getting texts. Oh, I'm sure he is. Hey, you want to go to another six win year at Maryland, or you want to come down? Or do you want to come to Tennessee and make a hundred grand in the bingo? I mean, so that's that's how that's how the game's played. I know at West Virginia, I'm sure they're going to lose the top six people. Yeah, you know, just with all the turmoil. But they're they're just going to lose those guys. Yep, and everybody's all the fans are already resigned to it. I know. So I know. 
Um, let's talk basketball. Well, let's do it, man. So, uh, right, Turpies, Turpies five and zero. Oh. All right. So, listen. Right. I watched them play against Miami. Looked pretty good. To me, they they look like a much more disciplined, well structured, energy wise, so much better than last year. You just checked all the boxes. All right. The Turgeon years are well documented, and the thing that I will always feel the worst about for Turgeon is the year that he set up to succeed. The rug got pulled out from under him, like all of us. Right. Uh, we all experience COVID in a very similar way, right? And that sucked because that was his team to make that deep run, and he never got the opportunity. But instead of bouncing back and going to the um, transfer portal, um, going back to his roots recruiting like he had built that team to do, I think he kind of punted, and I'm glad we parted ways when we did. Yes, <clears throat> I'm glad he... I wasn't sold that Willard was, quote, the guy, but he seemed like a very viable candidate. You know, mm-hmm. well-liked, good at ties to the area, um, good success wherever he'd been, seemed like a pro. Dude, the stark contrast in how these guys carry themselves, Jerry, is like fucking night and day. Absolutely. So we got tickets last year, and granted, it was a weird fucking COVID year, the whole nine, right? But just being there and watching them warm up and just like seeing the body language of the same players, I'm talking guys like Scott, Hart, uh, Reese, like guys that were there last year, watching them this year, dude, they look like pros. They, they look like they have expectations. They know what they're doing. And the rotation that he runs is high intensity, very Gary Williams-esque in terms of the way they approach defense. It right. is constantly changing defense. They pick up half court. They pick up full court. They drop into a 2-3 zone. Um, we were at the game last week, and on one possession, they picked up full court, trap, trap. The guys got it over half court. They backed off, knocked it out of bounds. On the inbounds play, we went into this 3-2 zone, and you should see the offensive players were looking around like, oh, shit, what the fuck do we do now? Next thing you know, there's three seconds on the shot clock. Turnover, it's back the other way. I think that they're going to be limited because they don't have a single stud on the team. Scott's probably the closest thing to it. He's the closest thing. Um, And he's a big body, and he's a veteran. So that gives him a lot of uh, advantages. But college basketball is still guard play driven, right? Right. Jameer Young's the closest thing they have to your mellow trimbles that – Game on the line, can he create for himself? Young, in person, is very impressive to me. Um, And he's a transfer, so I think he's still finding his way, but he's the one guy on this team that can go ISO, beat everybody off the dribble, get to the rim, draw a foul, do all those kinds of things. I like the depth. um, But again, it's a first-year coach and a bunch of transfers, and they're playing well, but to sustain that kind of high energy approach it's going to take a grind man you know i mean they have what they have heart they have young and they have don carry at guard right so they're all they're all getting over 20 minutes a game yep 25 minutes a game yep so they're good i mean i guess whoever ian ian martinez and then uh jahari long are the two yeah long's more of a defensive guy but those those guys rotate in really well um there's this freshman kid who played it uh Shit. He may have played at IMG Academy, but he's from, like, uh, the Linganore area. Bachelor? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm impressed with him. Big athletic guy. Good, good, you know, good stroke from the outside. Um, Reese is the key to this team because he's he's only 6'9", and he's still a little thin for my liking, but the way he carries himself down low, 
he, he, he wants to take on everybody. And defensively, he's a monster down there. And Willard said it, I think it was after the second or third game, and he goes, I cannot wait to coach this guy. He goes, anybody that's seen him, he goes, You're, he's going to be a different player in March than he is right now. And he goes, his, his sky's the limit. Right. He's like, if he buys in, he goes, I love coaching this guy. Well, Far cry from Turgeon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, <clears throat> this is what strikes me. First of all, Turgeon wouldn't be 5-0 and right now. No. He'd be 4-1. and with some bad loss. And and they'd win the games by like and six. They would, that, right. They would be blowing <laughs> Miami out. Right. Right. They wouldn't be blowing St. Louis uh, out. St. Louis out. Now, they have Louisville coming up mm-hmm. at Louisville. It's going to be tough. Uh, then they got Illinois, Wisconsin, Tennessee, UCLA. Oh, yeah. So it ain't. Oh. So, I mean, it, this 5-0 and o could be 6-5 and five fairly No quickly, question. No you know? question. But um, it, is, it is a good start. Um, yeah. I mean, they're, they're playing – well, at Louisville, that's no fucking joke. Nope. And then they got number 16, Illinois, at Wisconsin, no joke. Nope. Uh, Tennessee at home. Now nah, it's at, uh, it's up in Jersey. I think it's up at the Barclays Center. Really? It's either Barclays or oh, MSG. It's one of those. Yeah. And then UCLA, same, same tournament. Or no, anything? UCLA's at home. Wow. And then they, then they got two easy games, and then they start the Big Ten. Yep. I think they have Coppin State this coming week, they too. Yeah. yeah, they have Coppin so, State on the 25th. Yeah, so, you know, they still got a couple uh, uh, still got a couple gimmies in there, but uh, like you said, you know, um, they're going to they're, they're, they're gonna get some tests. They're going to get a couple losses here, and that's not going to be a bad thing because right. they need to be humbled, you right. know. Um, but I like, I like the way they play. The intensity for me is everything. Um, and again, I... We we have Louisville the is zero and three. But did you hear? Every loss is by one point. What the fuck? Yep, they lost to Appalachian State by one. <laughs> they have lost to UVA by one. Yep. Belmont by one. Yep. Wright State by one. Mm-hmm. App State by one. Yep. Isn't that crazy? At at home. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, you got to win that game then. You, <clears throat> look, it, it'll be close. We'll, we'll take their best shot. But for contrast, Miami was picked top three in the ACC. Right. I think Louisville was picked like sixth, whatever that means. Well, I figured the Miami game was going to be like a nail-biter. Oh, I know. I turned it on at like uh, 15 minutes to go in the first half, and it was like Maryland up by 15. I was like, Whoa. Yeah, and I figured now Miami did make a run in the second half. They got it to ten, right. but it took all of their energy to get it to ten. You, you blink and it was back to eighteen. Right. You know, um, I, one thing that Willard did say, I think you would like this, was he said we we spend so much of our effort on defense. He goes because we can control that. He goes offensively, you can have a good shooting night, you can have a bad shooting night, you can have a bunch of easy breaks, you can have a bunch of free throws. He goes that'll all even itself out as the, the year goes on. He goes defensively. That's what we can control. Yeah. He goes, and when the guys have great defensive sets, he goes, I step back offensively. He goes, I say, you guys figure it out. You play with each other. You know what you're doing. Right. And I'm yeah. like, how, how great is that? <laughs> you know? Well, you, can't, you cannot ask for a better start. Um, he's dating. And he looks like he's got firm control of the guys. And it, exactly. Yep. And they seem to play hard for him. So. Bingo. And which that's going to be the key. Which you is know? what they didn't do under Turgeon. Nah, they mailed that shit in early last year. So did he. So... All right. Do we have to? 
Caps. Yeah. Seven, ten, and three, seventeen points. The first place team in the Metropolitan is the New Jersey Devils. Your favorite team in the I world. I fucking told you. You've only, you've only been saying it for the last five. five <laughs> I was going to be right one of those years, Jerry. <laughs> they have thirty points. Oh, they're on so, a fucking heater. Yeah. So you're already thirteen points behind them. Look, um, points points right now for me are nothing. Um, it, it, no, let me let me back up. They need to get as many points as they can. And it's going to be really ugly sledding here until about the middle part of January. They've got to figure out how to get points just about every night in some way, shape, or form. As an example, the St. Louis game last week was a prime example. Spotted them three. You're down three nothing. Terrible. You come back. They should have won that game. They had a puck in the net in the third, and it got called back for offside. But they came. They come back. They tie it. They at least get a point on the road. They're going to have more games like that, unfortunately, than not where they're going to have to grind. So here's the stat I was going to tell you. So the salary cap is $81 million. Fully healthy, this team's right about 80 and change. Okay? The salary floor is $58 million, $57 million, something like that. The Arizona Coyotes are barely at the floor. They've actually had to call up veterans to stay the at the floor, even though they're not even playing. Okay? In the last 10 games, the Capitals' salary cap that we have put out on the ice is at $58 million. And that includes Alex Ovechkin and Darcy Kemper and John Carlson and, and Dmitry Orloff. And Kuzi. And Kuzi. Yeah. I saw that stat from Japers, and I was like, this can't be right. But I was like, it's Japers. They know what the fuck they're doing. He was like, I'm not saying I'm not disappointed. I'm a Caps fan. He's like, we're literally playing with a salary floor team. For a ten game stretch. I'm just wondering, Todd, if we're if we're getting to the point where it's sort of become a circus show, it's all about Ovechkin and the record, and that's what everybody wants to focus on. Um it, it, it might it, it might it, turn into that. When in reality, we should just cut bait and fucking start the rebuild. Well, so here's the deal. I've argued that you can't rebuild the NHL. It's a you know You can't do it, yeah. But it's, it's like a we're, process. We're kind of in it. We're kind of in it. We don't because, even realize it. Well, there's only one defenseman on this roster that has an NHL contract next year. That's it. Yeah. So basically, they're ready to turn the roster over. You can't just do it. <laughs> you got to have trade partners. You have to have everything else. So we basically have to just have to play this year out. I think this roster is going to be completely different next year. So... I think what we were overly optimistic on was the talent level of the defense, mm-hmm. right? Um, they are not very good. Well, um, I mean, Carlson and Orloff have both missed big chunks, and yeah. that's never happened before. Did yeah. you see that? They played without Carlson and Orloff in the lineup, the, the, the two guys being out, uh, for the first time in nine years. So for the last nine years, at least one of them has been in the lineup every single game. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. That's nuts. We have no margin for error. And the injury bug has bitten us so hard. And you called it, though. You were like, dude, you cannot count on guys like TJ Oshie. You know that Wilson is out. Mm-hmm. Carlson is not getting any younger. Um, Oshie, Oshie's formative playing career is over. Probably. He will play a handful of games, and he will sit out more games than he plays. Play three, miss three. Play four, miss yeah, two. He's gonna, play, yep. He's gonna continue to get injured. Yep. 
and this has to be his last year. Now, I'm just saying it has to be his last year with Washington. I don't know what you do. Can you cut him, whatever, but you have got, you've got to get that roster spot for somebody else. I mean, you know, when you – like, I don't know if you remember, but when you – you know, we were all euphoric over after we won the Cup and we resigned Backstrom to that big deal, and I said, that's a bad deal. Mm-hmm. We're going to hate it in two years. Right. Um, that's the kind of shit that New England never did. I know. You know? We don't they when they win a Super Bowl, they would be brutal. Yep. And cut like the MVP of the fucking Super Bowl. I know. You know? And it's like they had the vision. Um and I just think we were a little bit naive and thought it was gonna be like that. But since we won the cup, we've been a bad franchise. Yeah. I mean, it's just been bad. And I don't think uh Laviolette's a great coach right now. I don't know. I just I don't I, I I'm sure he doesn't have you know he's he's showing up at night at gunfights with knives, right? Right. But now, good good analogy. And I'm not going to sit here and, and completely defend the guy. I think he is a good coach, but he's not doing as good a coaching job as I think you can do given these circumstances. Right. Um, I think he's still trying to play quote unquote their game, their system. I don't know if you watched, but the Colorado game the other night is a prime example. I mean, I did. I, I saw the score. And I right. was like, well, I mean, so that's what I expected. So it's four nothing. Colorado scored on four out of their first 13 shots. Right. And it's not like we're playing shitty goal, goalies. I think Lindgren was a goalie in that game, and he's, he's perfectly fine. Point was, I think they had three power play opportunities, scored on two of them. The Caps threw 18 shots on goal in the second period. Colorado had three. They outscored us 2 nothing. And Laviolette's going to go, hey, we're carrying the play. We're just not getting lucky. Obviously, I would rather carry the play. <laughs> if I'm at a game, I'd rather my team have 18 shots and be on the front foot. But at the end of the day, you got to score goals too. Right. And I think he's stuck a little bit in this mentality of if we do the right things, if we're constantly pushing the pace, we're going to get rewarded for it. But not if you're not the most skilled team. And right now, after your top six, it drops off a fucking cliff. Yes, it you, does. You got a bunch of eight Hershey guys playing. That's just the reality of the situation. And even the fourth line, which was supposed to be so strong. Yeah, but their fourth line is basically playing second-line minutes. That's the problem right now. Wow. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, so it's hard for me to evaluate the coach and some of their systems when you're playing with half a roster. Yeah, but I, mean, I don't think making any changes is really going to help. I don't think it's going to help anything either, um, which is why I'm telling you. They have enough talent on here to ch- kind of tread water here for a little while. The question is, do they have the discipline to give up some of the things that they want to do to tread water? And part of that's going to be, do you sit Ovi a little bit more on the road, on those grinded out shifts? Right. Do you, do you just say, hey, man, let's save you for the power plays and for when we've got a little bit of a jump or when we have the good changes, and let's not roll them out there for 23 minutes a night. You know? Well, I mean, you know, that's true. And do you do you also start to think about the future? I mean, when Wilson comes back, he's going to still have to take. When's he come back? December. Yeah. And then he has to get in shape, right? Well, he's so skating now. He's skating now. He's skating now, non-contact jersey. Okay. But you need about four weeks of that before anything else. So right. mid-December. Right. Yeah. And who knows about Oshi? You can't rely on him. You can't. Backstrom, if he comes back, that gonna, will be that will be a worst. 
Case scenario. I, I, I don't think you're going to see him back. Um, now, I mean, they're I – mean, If they can make the playoffs, it's a feat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, the days of winning series realistically uh, or ex- expecting to win series. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can yeah. win a series, right? Sure. But, but yeah, going in with that expectation and actually yeah, like, following oh through. God. And, like, uh, we're, we're clear favorite. Right. Those days are over. I think so, too. Yeah. It's a little depressing, man. I know, but it's, it's a far it's, cry from uh, the old 104 Roquet seats three and four, man. It's, it's somewhat <laughs> inevitable, though. Yeah, you know, I mean, every, shit, man. Everything happens, right? Um, but yeah, getting Wilson back is going to be a huge shot in the arm. And Eller is kind of shitty now, right? I mean, he's <laughs> let's just say it, he's kind of shitty. I mean, some of these, I, yeah, guys, I mean, some of these older guys are just kind of not yeah, they're not very good anymore. You know, I, again, I think he's playing out of position. I think he's you know, and I I am willing to say it. McMichael was a bust. Dude. He's he's just he's not. How many gonna times be a, have I said these words? He's not elite. He's not going to be. No. He might be. He might be an NHLer. He might be a Nick Dowd in three or four years. Maybe. But dude, it took Dowd. It took Dowd six, seven years toiling in the AHL to even crack an NHL lineup. And now, at best, he's a fourth liner. Like ah, they missed on that man. You know, just from where they drafted him. That happens in the NHL, dude. I guess it happens everywhere. It yeah, does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, right. but, but unless you, you can got still t- be disappointed. I mean, depending on the year, unless you've got a top five surefire pick, yeah. the difference between like eight and fifty-eight is very small. You know. Um, yeah. I, I I think they hit way higher on Lapierre than they did on McMichael. Yeah, you yeah. said that all along. Yeah. Um, and it sucks because I like McMichael. Yeah, but, I mean, not they can't be wrong this many times. But here's a prime example. So the whole thing is you got to give guys reps to progress. Right. You know, like these backup quarterbacks we were just talking about in the NFL, if they don't start, who knows what love is in Green Bay? If he doesn't right. fucking play, it doesn't matter. Who knows? Yeah, you know, yeah. you can be a practice hero all you want. For McMichael, he just wasn't playing. Well, so they loan him to Hershey. His first game in Hershey, goal, two assists, and he had eight shots on goal. Right. It should have been there all along. That's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. You know? It's okay to develop players, right? You know, and for all the RMNBs of the world, they're like, "Play the kid, play the kid, dude, shut up." Just, yeah, that's what I was. Th- uh, yeah, I was on that train. Let, let those guys do what they need to do. But here's the problem: they fucked up because they didn't play him where he should have been played. Yeah, you know, and it's, it's, you, it sucks. you just have expectations with the first round pick. You just, oh, totally, right? totally, and, that's, and, and that's because of that, thing. I think you force it a little bit, right? You know, um, you know, hey. I'm going to root for him. I love hockey. Hockey's a funny sport. We could, we could get points in 8 out of 10. Who the hell knows? Just, you're, you're right there. they got to scrap and try to they, get they, points. They, they, and that's why I think LaViolette really needs to do some soul searching and figure out, in a perfect world, this is, what it, this is the system I would we may have, we, we may have to go to the Dale Boys. Hunter. Yeah, we <laughs> may have to do the Dale Hunter. <laughs> right. Like, we Who knows what a 1-3-1 one, one is? You know? We won't see anybody in the offensive zone. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Just that's right. chip that shit and get that's back. That's it, man. That's it. Live for the power play goal and let's win this bad boy 2-1. That's you know? right. So, oh, well. So, anything else for the week, bro? Nope. All uh, right, cool. Well, happy Thanksgiving out there, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, man. Enjoy. Lots of, uh, lots of shit on TV. The World Cup and uh, football. Oh, we and choked today. We choked today, man. We are hey, Jerry. Up... We're not that good. I know. Our coach, I know. Our, our coach is a fucking joke, by the way. I know. He, first of all, he shows up in a t-shirt today. A fucking t-shirt. A what t-shirt. a dumbass. What a moron. He's an idiot. And I don't know. I don't know anything about soccer. But all I know is I, I 
Pull, but what's his name? Christian Pulusic. Pulusic, right? I'm I'm all on his game. I, I he's my guy, right? Because you have to pick somebody. I love him, but he's a giant pussy. Yeah, and he dribbles into the middle and then kicks the ball and then right right off somebody. Like that's. I mean, I understand. And that. Then he falls. Yeah, 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 I understand that. First of all, there should be a rule, right? Here's my new rule in the world. <laughs> in the world, if you are down for more than five seconds, you must go out for three minutes. I love that. Love you it. must go out. That's an Love automatic it. rule. It's like a headshot. Love it. Because if you're gonna if you're gonna roll on the fucking ground for more than five seconds, you must leave. Because you are seriously hurt. Because you are seriously hurt and you must leave for three and minutes. And in minimum. those three minutes, if they evaluate that it was just a little nick, you can go back you in. You can go back but in I'm but with you, you. But you stay. I love it. Because love I it. cannot stand these guys getting tripped and staying down like they have been shot in the face four times. And then when the ref comes out, like this dude today from Wales, my homeland, right? <laughs> my, my people. He's a Welsh flag here, folks. Yeah. <laughs> this dude, can't, it, you know, obviously he was trying to milk the time because they had just scored to tie it up. Yep. And, and he, you know, he, they, they wanted to tie. Um, and he laid down for a minute. They brought the stretcher out. When he saw them bring the stretcher out, he's like, no, I'm good. Got up, ran over. Drank like a protein shake. Something. He, was, he was squeezing. Yeah. That, like, like and then ran shit. right back. I mean, I, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And it took him just as long to get the fucking stretcher off the field. Yes. I was like, oh, my God. That was painful. I was like, so that, that's got to be a new rule. When I'm the president of FIFA, by mm -hmm. the way, the documentary on FIFA on Netflix, very well done about the corruption and all that I've shit. I've heard. I can't wait oh, to watch it. Oh, I watched it. I was riveted. I can't wait right. to watch it. Sep Blatter. Coolest dude ever, man. <laughs> I mean, that guy will be as corrupt as shit, and he'll just look at you like you're crazy when you talk about it. <laughs> like, everybody around him got millions of dollars, and he's like, oh, you know, what, what do you do? <laughs> and then he'll come up with some rationale. Right? So anyway, um, but that would be my rule, that if you're I down for five seconds, then there's got to be an injury clock. Five seconds, if you're not up running within five seconds. I'm on board. You're out three minutes. I am on board. Sign me up. Yeah, but today... Uh, USA really could have gotten ahead of the game to make the next round. And they're I don't, fucked. They're fucked now. They're fucked. Because England's going to curb stomp them. And it's going to come down It's going to come down to who has the goal differential. Between them and Wales. Be between them and Wales with Iran. And Wales will put up more, more goals than we will. Yes. I'm convinced of that. Yeah. Yep. Now I'm so with you. This was the chance for them, to, and they, they choked. Yep. I so, agree. Way to go, USA. Yeah, way to get our hopes up again. Wait four more years and then dash. They them. didn't even play in the second half. They did. They, they they weren't even trying. It was like a carbon copy of the first half. Yeah, like yeah. there's no counterattack. I don't understand anything about soccer, but I understand that you have to have some sort of plan when the other team is just pressing and bringing mm -hmm. everybody up. Then you can actually counterattack. And mm -hmm. they didn't. They were just on their heels. Yeah. And I blame it the dude on the fucking t-shirt who looked like he was just a fan that came out and he's a dipshit. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Oh well. All, All right. right. Well, so, on that, on that cheery note, yeah. <laughs> happy, oh, USA. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And uh, I, hey, man, I'm going to tune in on Friday. You I'll know? do it, man. Yeah. You know, well, I, I love England, right? Just because, well, I'm Welsh, but that's kind of like England. Whatever, fuck it. I'm, a, I'm an English fan. Uh, but I cheer for America. She'll so be very conflicted during English and Wales. No. Nah. England and Wales. <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, I, I just, I hope we can get a tie against England. Yeah. I think that would be a great uh, feat. That would be huge. Yes. That'd be huge. Hey, yay, go tie. Go tie. <laughs> well, then then you're worried because if England's clinched against Wales, they won't give a fuck. Yeah. 
True. You know, I mean, then then like Wales has the perfect setup. I'd much rather play Iran now, get a win, and if England's two and zero, oh, they don't give a fuck. True. Yeah. yeah. We shall see. All right, we man. We shall see. Wings, beers, and tears. Catch us next week. Peace. Later.